Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Camel Country 1079. This is Gunner and Cheyenne. I was Darius Rucker with the National Anthem this morning, heading into the final week end of the NFL regular season. That's exciting. It's exciting, but it's also kind of sad at the same time. Why? Um, exciting because, A, we're going to the postseason. B, we got the Super Bowl right here in our backyard. Yeah. Glendale coming up here in a few weeks. But it's just kind of the beginning of the end. And then we're going to have like a bunch of months without football. And what are we going to do on Sunday when there's uh, no football? Go to church. I don't well, know. You don't watch don't football, know. nor do you go to church, Cheyenne. So how does that change for you? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing changes for me at all. I could care less. A normal Sunday. <laughs> exactly. But no, you know, kind of talking about it, sending me into a deep depression right oh. now. It's just, you know. Well, I'll check on you throughout the weekend. I'm feel really bad about you. <laughs> but you know what? I win that Mega Millions tonight. That'll turn my mood all around. <laughs> 
then you're just going to forget about football entirely. $940 million, uh, for the Mega Millions tonight. So wow. I, I bought a few tickets yesterday just to avoid the lines today. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be uh, some crazy lines in some of the uh, outlets today. Yeah, definitely. Did you get a ticket? Nope. You buy one? No? I haven't bought in one. I'm debating doing it. I want to. My, my, my issue is, is that I don't know how to work the machine, and I would feel bad holding up the okay. line. Okay. Well, you could also just go to the cashier and be like, I'll and take one mega millions ticket. Like, <laughs> one mega millions ticket. They'll say, okay, $2, please. You hand that over. How hard is that? That is like, that is to me is the equivalent of going to pump gas and it says C cashier and you go, no, I don't need gas that bad. I just don't. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That is the worst thing, like to pull up to a pump and say, go pay the cashier. <laughs> I don't want to talk to somebody. Uh, we feel unlucky today. Get on it. Uh, 64 today, 67 for the weekend. All right, here's your morning riddle. You may enter, but you may not come in. I have space, but no room. I have keys, but open no lock. What am I? You may enter, but you may not come in. I have space, but no room. I have keys, but no lock. What am I? No immediate guess, but I feel like I know this. All right. I don't six, know why. You got six minutes to think about it. <laughs> okay. Now, right? Uh, you may enter, but you may not come in. I have space, but no room. I have keys, but open, no lock. What am I? If you think you know, you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Wow, the confidence that is coming in on the text messaging of people who think that they know the answer. Oh, that's good. It's actually uh, depressive, but I will say that that confidence is for not because that is the incorrect guess. All right, for the morning oh. riddle today. All right, uh, you may <laughs> enter, but you may not come in. I have space, but no room. I have keys, but open no lock. What am I? That's the morning riddle today. I have a guess, but now I'm nervous. Now you're nervous. All right, let me hit some of the incorrect guesses here. If you hit my answer, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> Text from the 903, a piano. Okay. Incorrect. Text from the 702, a heart. That is incorrect. Text from the 317 and pretty much the majority of the other texts, a keyboard. That is incorrect. Close. Um, text from the 480, a safe. That is incorrect. Okay. Text of the 480, a typewriter. Hmm. Children are like, what? What is what, that? What is a typewriter? What is a typewriter. Ah, uh, that is incorrect. All right. You may enter, but you may not come in. I have space, but no room. I have keys, but open no lock. What am I? It was probably keyboard, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's incorrect. It's a computer. Close. Right? Same you may, thing. You may enter... But you may not come in. I guess it would be the same thing, right? I have space, but no room. Space, space bar, right? I have uh, uh, keys, but open no lock. What am I? It was close. I mean, the, the the answer of the book was a computer, but I can see why we would go with keyboard. Yeah. I'll take keyboard. Why not? Okay. I'll yeah. Take <laughs> <laughs> it's like that was like a participation trophy. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> morning riddle every week. Good morning at six here on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Gunner and Cheyenne, thank you so much for having us on this morning. Um, Cheyenne and Brandon. Uh, Brandon is the name of her boyfriend. They yeah. had a huge milestone over the holidays. <laughs> they exchanged I love yous. That's a big milestone in any relationship. Pretty sure you heard this song too. I have no idea what this song is. <laughs> Every single time I talk about love 
I play that song. And every single time you're like, I have no idea what song this is. I don't think I've ever listened I, to it outside of it. I feel like you listen to it every day and you're just putting on a cover. I do birds suddenly appear. Listen closely, Cheyenne. Don't, don't act like you don't know. Don't you are near. <laughs> it's like whenever Brandon's over and you're laying in his lap. <laughs> There's birds that kind of chirp outside the window like a Disney movie. I mean, that's exactly what that song is, Cheyenne. Is it? Why do birds suddenly appear every time you're near? Come on. By the way, exchange I love you yes. over the holidays. Next step would probably be uh, an engagement, I'd assume, right? What's the next big milestone? What's the next big step in a relationship if you're doing things in order, in the proper order? In the proper traditional order? In the pro- okay, traditional order. <laughs> would now, be, yeah, probably an engagement. Marriage, right? Yeah. Or, or an engagement and then marriage. Yes. How would you feel, though, now that you finally have a man that has said I love you to you, and after all these years, <laughs> if Brandon decided to jump onto this trend... That seems to be picking up steam of eliminating the diamond engagement ring, right? Because it's a lot of women's hope and dream and whatever of getting a big old diamond ring that they can post photos with, you know, the engagement photos of her hand on his shoulder with a big old diamond on it, you know? And yeah, something to flaunt, yes. Yeah, and, and then you have your um, your parties, your engagement parties, and everybody comes over, let me see the ring, oh my gosh! Yeah! So what if he jumps on this trend... To where you don't get a diamond engagement ring. How would you feel? Well, what would be the alternative? <laughs> a, well, okay. a stick? Like, <laughs> please take this stick as a sign of my love. I've seen this on TV. Here's a rose. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I guess the alternative, according to this article, uh-huh. is uh, just bands. Like um, all metal or all gold ring bands. Uh, one in seven people would even consider a ring tattoo. So what, okay. if he, what if he came to you with that proposal? I mean, I wouldn't say no. You wouldn't say no? I would no. not say no, but I would be, being the traditional person that I am, I would be a little disappointed. Only be, like, I love diamonds. I just love them. Uh, yeah, and I... And, and I, I don't need something big. I would okay. like to say that. I don't need something massive. Okay. I've had massive. It didn't work out. It went from big to massive. Like now I you're saying like, massive. <laughs> I have fat fingers. Okay, well, something that's, that's small is going to look like very puny on my fat little chubby sausage fingers. I <laughs> you said I don't want anything big, but then you go, I don't want anything massive because <laughs> you want big, but you don't want massive. I need it to look not. I, it has to be proportionate to my fat little fingers. I, I just feel you'd be very disappointed. If um, he went the uh, the other route other than a diamond. The only thing that would change my perspective is if it's a band that he proposed with and then said it's a band until we can go pick out a diamond ring together. Okay. I think that's it. Like I've had, I've had a friend who did that and she loved it. And I think that would be a really nice alternative. So that I can say yes or no. But you're going to get the diamond ring no matter what. So, I mean, yeah. it would be no diamond ring. Now, there's no. no band and then a diamond ring. There's no diamond ring. No. That's what I thought. Yeah. Totally, totally thought. No. I, I, I knew the answer to this question <laughs> before I even asked it. I, I'm do, like, I like diamonds. I'm you, sorry. You have wanted somebody to love you for so long. <laughs> 
right? You're 31 years old. You were engaged at one point. You had a diamond ring. You sent it back to yes. him, right? I just did not see you going along with this trend <laughs> of no diamond ring. It's not for me, okay? And I like I, I don't need a 100% genuine, authentic diamond. That I will say. Like if it's cubic zirconia, I don't care. Oh really? I don't care. I'm oh. never. I'm never going to take it in to get looked at. To be like, this is not real. Right. That's never going to happen. I just want it to look nice. Well, let's say hypothetically, uh, the dude you're uh, dating, Brandon, came from like a very wealthy family. You're going to be okay with okay, that's Zarconia? A story. Okay. Okay. That is, if you're marrying into good old money, that's different. Oh my like, you gosh, didn't say that at first. That was not the conversation. All right. Have you done something other than the diamond ring? Is this a trend that maybe you did years ago already? You can text us at 221 What are you doing instead of that diamond Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Cheyenne. Um, Cheyenne, we had a conversation minutes ago about whether she'd be okay with her uh, boyfriend. They've been together, you know, for uh, for a few months, quite a few months now, and they exchanged I love yous over the holidays. So a big milestone in that relationship. The next one would probably be uh, engagement. The next milestone be an engagement. So would her boyfriend, Brandon, jump on this new trend and would she be okay with it? of getting rid of the diamond engagement ring and going with something different. Would she be okay with that? She's 31, looking for this uh, marriage that will uh, last the rest of her life. Yes. And she's finally got a guy to exchange I love yous with. I mean, that, that the, the last three years, it's been, I didn't want somebody to love me. That's and now, now a guy loves her. <laughs> and then if he were to pull a, and jump on board this trend of no diamond engagement ring, would Cheyenne be okay with that? She said no. 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 Absolutely not. And then she said, <laughs> I don't want a big, uh, I don't, I don't want a massive. I don't need. Okay. <laughs> There's a difference between want and well, need. You went from big <laughs> to massive when it came to the diamond in the ring. Okay. Well, like, here's the thing is my fingers are sausages. They're so fat that something small, it does, it looks weird. Yeah. And I don't aesthetically like it. But I mean, right now on your, you have a ring on your ring finger, uh-huh. which is why just keep the boys away. Um, It is, but it's also the one finger that it like fits on. Like my, my right hand tends so to be it, more swollen than my left. So it's just an accessory ring that yeah. you have on your ring finger. So what, yeah. would be, what would be wrong with just getting a band? I mean, is it? Is um, it- I don't have an issue with it. It's just, I like... I like the diamond. The one, like when yeah. you look at it, you know it's an engagement ring. Like right now, if you were to see me out and about and look at my hand, you'd be like, "Oh, she's married and she's wearing a band." Right, right. But like, it's, I it's, want- it's all the symbolism of it. It's it's to show that you are taken and you're proud yes. to be taken. Right. I, I mean, just want what I want. Okay. <laughs> And I'm allowed to want what I want, and I want a diamond ring. So this poll I'm talking about, two-thirds of Americans don't think a diamond engagement ring is necessary anymore. So what is the trend? What are people doing? They're they're going to all metal or all gold rings without the diamond. Uh, some people are going with a sapphire instead of a diamond. One in seven people would even consider a ring tattoo. I would totally get, like something on my finger tattooed for when I can't wear a ring. I'm not like comfortable wearing it. Like if you're traveling or something would 100% do that. But you wouldn't do it in lieu of absolutely not. (laughs) No, sir. (laughs) And that's fine. If people think that that's, you know, 
stuck up for whatever, but I like what I like, and I am sorry, but that's just yeah, the way well, it is. Well, I mean, it's, it, and then with social media, it's like, like, what if he did, like, get engaged? You guys yeah. got engaged, you got a little tattoo, and you post, I'm engaged with a <laughs> tattoo on your finger. It's not going to get the amount of, like, likes and, oh, my God, that's beautiful. It's okay. <laughs> a diamond <laughs> engagement ring would. I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> or you could completely be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> so what are people doing? A lot of text coming in about uh, these um, silicone rings. A lot of people are doing silicone rings now. As the actual engagement? As the actual ring. Text at the 602. My cousin has rubber wedding rings. See? Text at the 623. My, uh, they, also, uh, they also have silicone rings. That's what me and my husband have. I like that for an alternative. Like, I don't wear rings at the gym, but if I was married... Or engaged, I would get a silicone ring for at the gym. Yeah. Or hiking, or again, another instance where you don't want to wear your expensive diamond ring. That's totally fine. Here's another option. Text with the 602. My wife had serious ethical issues with diamond mining. We did a lab created diamond at her choice. Absolutely Aww. flawless versus a natural diamond and indistinguishable, except under a microscope. Oh, I do love that. It's still a diamond. Like, it's still yeah. the flashy diamond thing, yeah. you know? I do uh, like that. I would love to create my own diamond. That would be lab so cool. Lab-created, yeah, be cool. They used to have, like, at uh, one of the fairs I went to a long time ago, um, they had, like, an actual, like, booth at the fair where you could go. It's lab-created diamonds. Really? Yeah. At a fair? Yeah. It was at the Puyallup Fair up in uh, Washington State. Didn't see anything like that at our fair, but uh, <laughs> no, it was actual, like, lab where you can create the diamond and stuff. My mom... Uh, when my dad was around, the uh-huh. ring that uh, they got was a lab-created diamond. That's cool. And I think they got it at that booth. At the fair. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, that sounds so on par. Right? I don't know why. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. All right, so we're in the time of the year where people kind of make a decision. Like, like I guess it can go along the lines of New Year's resolutions, yeah. right? Like Katie, uh, Katie and Company, who does uh, middays here on Camel. She is committed to working out once a day for the entire year. So she's trying to get 365 workouts in this year. That is a lot. It's a commitment, right? Yes. But I mean, even if it's just going for a walk around the block, that counts as a workout. That's true. Right? So she's yeah. trying to do something daily. That's good. Um, there's a calendar that you came across online, Cheyenne, of a guy. It's kind of like a pixel calendar, and I guess it's a it's a trend. So it's not this dude, and he's not like being innovative by any means. Yeah, but it's a trend of a pixel calendar where you lay out each day of every month, and in his case, he has a color coded for number of drinks per day he's had <laughs> in twenty. And this is in twenty twenty two. Yeah. So he posted this to social media. And green means he had zero drinks that day. Yellow means one to three. Orange means four to six. Uh, pink means seven plus. And then black is he just got blacked out that day. <laughs> like he drank so much, he blacked out. And I will say green with zero drinks is in the minority uh, on this calendar. Although he, it was pretty impressive in, uh, in January. He had a whole... Okay, January 2022. He's got a whole week of green. And then green on Sunday, Monday, the following week, and then black, <laughs> and then green, green. <laughs> it's just what happened on that Wednesday. He just got blacked out. Yeah, what happened on that Wednesday where he did so well with no drinks, got blacked out drunk, and then he had two more days of uh, no drinks. What is really funny is that there's only two weeks out of the entire year where he actually was like sober the entire time. 
Yeah. There's one week in January and there's one week in November. But my calendar for the most part, like if I if if I were to do this, uh-huh. it would be green pretty much Monday through Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday, there would not be one weekend the entire year <laughs> where I had zero drinks. Yours would I, look like a Christmas calendar and everything would be green Monday through Friday yeah. or Monday through Thursday. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. And, Friday, you had a cool yeah. Friday. But then Sunday, you know, I, I try to stay away because yeah. it's night anyway. Unless it's football season and then yeah. it's mimosas in the morning. But that's okay. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> There's a little asterisk there sometimes, yes. you know, depending on the uh, time of the year. But I mean, this is this dude's 2022 year in review, his drinking calendar. Do you do a pixel calendar like this? <laughs> I mean, because I mean, it didn't have to be drinking, right? There's uh, some people do it based on their mood. Yeah, or the kind of day that they've had. I don't do this, but I like the idea around it, especially for like me and somebody who deals with things like depression and anxiety yeah, and mental health. So that at the end of the year, you can really see as like a quick snapshot how your year was and really where your mental health was the majority of the time. I like it. I love it. So I just can't dedicate to it. Yeah, it's a good way to track, you know, and kind of look back. Like yeah. you look at this dude's drinking calendar. He had three days out of 365 where he got blacked out drunk. You know, I mean, so much. I mean, I'd I'd almost be scared to do something like this. You know, when it comes to drinking, (laughs) maybe you should. Then looking back, maybe you should. (laughs) Looking back, you're like, man, (laughs) I got a problem. See, I mean, that's when you're holding yourself accountable by looking at the 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 prior year. Right. I don't want to have to have that responsibility and that uh, that on me. I don't want that. Too much pressure. Are you one that does a calendar? You know, like every day. You're jotting down either the mood, the amount of drinks you've had, whatever. Are you one that does that calendar so that, like, at the start of 2023, you're looking back at that 2022 calendar, looking to see what you could fix, you know, or how you could better yourself? Yeah. I do love it. I think it's a great concept. I'm just terrible at seeing things through sometimes. Today, January 6th, you'll go back to your 2022 calendar and be like, that explains why my liver is hurting right now. That explains it. Right, is that something you do? What do you, why do you do it? What do you do? Uh, you can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Do you keep a calendar, a daily calendar that you look at, you know, the next year, you look back on your year? Um, a lot of you do. Nobody's done the drinking calendar. I haven't seen that one come in yet, though, on uh, text at 22108. Uh, there was a dude that posted a, his uh, 2022 year in review. His drinking calendar, where he just kind of kept track of his drinks each and every day. There are days where he didn't have any drinks. Not a lot, though. Not 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 a lot. Of, and, and he and he color coded that with green. Yes. And he's got the entire year from January all the way to December all laid out. Not much green in there. I, although there are times where he did go weeks at a time and did not drink on the weekend, which I am very impressed with because I it's tough. It, it's yeah. like a mindset of mine. Like it's the weekend, got nothing to do. We're drinking. Sit on the edge of my pool and drink. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. you know, I mean, I, that's a, I mean, that's a great outlook, except for July. He drank every single day in every July. Every single day he did. August, you know? he only did not drink one day in August. And he's got three blackout, like like three days where he just was blackout drunk. Yes. You know, so, I mean, he's looking back on the 2022. It doesn't say, like, what his intentions are looking uh-huh. back. You know, it doesn't say that, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna try and better myself and have zero blackout days in 2023. <laughs> it doesn't say that. But, I mean, that would be the reason why somebody would yes. probably keep track of their daily drinking to look back on and see that. Yeah, I definitely have a problem. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to have a calendar like that because I don't want to look back and, uh, you know, and 
and say, and, yeah, I have a problem. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to admit to that. I don't. But there are other reasons to hold a calendar, yes. right? And to keep a calendar and keep a daily calendar. Could be about your mood. And that's what a lot of people uh, are texting in about. You know, uh, this particular text, text the 480. I have to take pills each day for my bipolar. When I do, I try my best every day to write my mood down to help show me that the pills are or are not working that day. I love that. And that's super important. So, I mean, that would be the main reason. But, I mean, is anybody willing to admit they're keeping a drinking calendar? Nobody has. I doubt far. it. I'm surprised this guy posted his. Unless it's like with his buddies, like, ha, look at me. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, if you're really trying to better yourself and hold yourself accountable, then yeah, go ahead and do the calendar. I just don't care. You know, I mean, I don't drink during the week. Right. You no, know? I don't. I think it's pretty easy for you. Like for a drinking calendar for you, it would be really easy for you to just monitor it. In. Friday, Saturday. You know, yeah. Half a Sunday. <laughs> like, you know, it's Monday funny. through thir- Sunday for the most half a Sunday through Thursday yeah. is going to be green. No drinks for the most part. Although, you know, like when vacations, I was really like when we left for Christmas vacation, we were done on December 17th, came back on January 3rd. It probably, what was his uh, drink color uh, for seven plus was pink. Yes. From December 17th all the way to January 2nd. Mine would be pink, 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 Yeah. I mean, it was near the end of vacation. I'm like, I got to get back to work. I mean. I didn't even get a buzz on over vacation. Really? Oh my gosh. What vacation's for is to cut loose. Is it though? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> My liver's like, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. It's like flopping around like a fish out of water. When do you go back to work, Gunner? When? <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, this weekend is the season finale of the NFL season. Then we move into the playoffs the following week. It's just kind of a sad day. It is. I mean, I'm excited about the playoffs and then ultimately who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl out here in uh, Glendale coming up on what, February 10th, 11th, 12th, somewhere right around there. I mean, that's exciting. Yes. But today is just like the beginning of the end of the NFL football. <laughs> it's so dramatic. And it, and it bums me out. <laughs> you know, you have something to look forward to on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays and Saturdays every now and then. You know, but it kind of bones me out. Same with the college football season. They got the national championship coming up on Monday. Oh, really? And then it's just kind of done. Wow. You know? But I mean, I guess if you're into the XFL, right? I think that's kicking up here in a few weeks or um, a few weeks after the Super Bowl. I have no idea. The Seattle Dragons <laughs> and all these other XFL teams. I don't think we have one here in Phoenix, right? An XFL team? I don't think so. This is that, uh, that uh, it's XFL and um. Is it AFL? I don't remember. But it's run by The Rock. Yes. The Rock bought it. Remember? Yes, he did. So, yep. yeah, that kicks off uh, a few weeks after the Super Bowl. And are you excited? I I mean, I'll I'll try and watch. I didn't get into it last yeah. season. Yeah. I didn't get into it. I couldn't watch it. It was like on Saturdays. And Why? And you think it would be a lot better, you know? Uh-huh. But I, I just didn't get into it. Why do you think that is? No big names, maybe. Maybe they don't play as well. That's why they're in the XFL. <laughs> Yeah, so why support them? That sounds terrible. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess Vegas has got a team can root for them. Oh, yeah. You know? Or like I said, Seattle Dragons. Uh-huh. Seattle. But uh, anyway, final uh, weekend of the NFL season. Final weekend of uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Well, finger, no. fingers crossed. <laughs> final weekend of Cliff Kingsbury being the coach here's on the Cardinals. Like, have you, is this an opinion of what? Well, I mean, I think it's a well, 
uh, communal opinion, like of everybody here in the Valley. Uh-huh. I mean, the team has only won four games this season. That is so sad. And, you know, I mean, will it happen on Sunday following the game? Uh, the Cardinals are going to be playing San Francisco, uh, the 49ers up in San Francisco, which I think they're going to get the rear ends handed to them because San Francisco's, you know, just bulldozing their way into the playoffs and may end up here in, uh, for the Super Bowl. You never know, but they'll probably lose that one. Uh-huh. So will Kingsbury get fired immediately following the game? Or will they let him, you know, join the team on the flight back and then fire him on Monday? <laughs> Bidwell's just going to fly up to San Francisco. And if they lose, he's just sitting in the locker room with his arms crossed. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. we need to talk. We won four games a season. You're walking back to Arizona. <laughs> you can catch your own flight. Not on this corporate plane. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's no way they keep him. There's no way. I, I don't see them keeping him as a coach. I don't see any scenario where he stays coach. Not even a scenario where it's in his contract. Like, is there anything that well, could be in his contract? Out. He's not going to resign. Uh-huh. Otherwise, he loses the money. Right. So he's going to let Bidwell uh, fire him so that he gets the guaranteed contract because they owe him for three more years, like a, a oh. lot of money. So, and then with uh, Kime, uh, Steve Kime's out on medical leave. You know, and in, in, in my mind yesterday, I'm, I'm a conspiracy theory guy. I'm like, maybe he took the medical leave so that Bidwell can't fire him. Because can you fire somebody on medical leave? Okay, first of all, you're asking the wrong person. No, 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 I have like, no idea. In, in any company. <laughs> I don't in know. any company, can you fire somebody on medical leave? I have no idea. I, I want to can. say no. I want to say I don't think you can do that. But I don't know. Yeah. That's a fantastic question. Because there's like no, like we don't know why he's on quote unquote medical yeah, leave. We don't. He just was done. He has cirrhosis just... of the liver or something. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Depends on who you talk to. Right? <laughs> uh, and then who will replace Kingsbury? Sean Payton. That'd be awesome. Former Saints coach. Maybe Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan. He was the Michigan coach. I don't. Who do you th- like? Who do you think would be the best? I think fit? Sean Payton would be the best fit. Yeah. Why? I think they need to bring in a big name. Uh, why? For Arizona. Yeah. You, you, they brought in Kingsbury, who came from college coaching. Why not bring in an experienced NFL coach? You know, Jim Harbaugh, he, he coached the 49ers uh, before he went back to coaching college. Oh, that's why that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Okay. But, and then his brother's also coaching the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh! So that's why that name also probably sounds familiar. Okay. But I don't know. Uh, the the hours and the time's ticking down before Kingsbury. It'll be interesting to see what happens after Davis. Sunday. Yeah. I only care because I want to see the drama involved. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Uh, Cardinals final game of the season is coming up on Sunday. Um, Monday is referred to as Black Monday. What's that? That's when teams who do not do well during the season, uh-huh. um, that's when uh, coaches get canned. Oh. Get so Kingsbury probably getting canned on Monday. Uh, the speculation, the question, we're assuming Kime's going to go with him, the general manager of the team, Steve Kime, who's been around for a while. Yeah. He's in charge of all the drafting and the hiring and, and stuff like that. He's out on medical leave. So will he get the uh, the boot on Monday? Can he be fired when he's on medical leave? It is kind of mixed coming in on text. Uh, a lot of people with opinions at 22108. Uh, there's a lot of people saying that uh, you, uh, you can't fire him. Text with the 602. I work in HR. You cannot fire him under FMLA. Ah, you can't fire somebody on medical leave. Another text there from the six two three. Then there's this text. Text the six zero two. You can fire anyone at will. Arizona is a right to work state. That I do know that is true. Mm. I do know that. I just like if even what if you could prove that they were not like 
living up to their contracted commitment prior to going on to FMLA. Yeah. And it's probably what they'll do. Yeah. You know. Um, like he wasn't fulfilling his contract contractual duties. There's got to be a way to be able to cut him loose. You know, I mean, the team didn't perform yeah. well. You know, he's been around for a while. It's been a while since the uh, the Cardinals have really performed well in the postseason and made it to the Super Bowl. So I just think they got a clear house over there. Clean house, you know. Um and I thought we were on to something for a little bit there. Yeah. I saw hope. Like, uh, yeah, even me, Kai not being a football on, person. It all makes sense now why Kyle went on medical leave. Yeah. Because they can't fire him, but it sounds like they can't. Suspicious. <laughs> so, Black Monday. So, it'll be Kingsbury, and who else around the NFL is going to get fired on Monday? We'll find out. But Cardinals play the 49ers on uh, Sunday up there in uh, San Francisco. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Now, this weekend... Cheyenne, who um, gifted her boyfriend um, for Christmas a trip to Disneyland. Yeah. And we're going. You're actually going. Yeah, I'm excited. Hotels are booked. The cars had an oil change. We're going. <laughs> You're ready to roll. <laughs> so this is the final weekend then of uh, Christmas at Disney? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. And it's also the final weekend of my Magic Key Pass. That I'm not renewing. So, so you. So this was the weekend. So last year when you went, you took in the Disney Christmas festivities. Yes. And on your way out the gate, you were like, I'd like to do this as much as I want. For so the next I year. did. So you did. So you upgraded the pass and this is the last time to use it. You're not going to renew. I'm not. What's wrong with I you? just, you know, I really want to, except for the reservation system right now is so flawed that it makes it really difficult. Okay, it's flawed in your opinion or... No, it's flawed. Like, I have not talked to anybody who actually enjoys the reservation system the way that it stands. Like, the idea of it is fantastic. Okay. Like, being able to monitor, like, people who are coming and going and especially with pass holders who can just make a reservation, like, they get penalized if they make a reservation and don't use it and don't okay. cancel it. So, if you have yet to be to Disney post COVID, they have this new reservation system where if you have a ticket, you got to go in and if there's availability on the in the park that day, you can reserve your entry for yeah. that day. And you got to reserve either Disneyland or California Adventure. Now, you say it's flawed because you could not get, so, when you were making the reservation, yeah. you couldn't get your boyfriend into the same park on the same day as you. Yeah, so if you, like, it's fine if you're buying a multiple tickets together at one time. Right. That's the key word phrase. One time, yeah, because you have, but you have a season pass, right? Key pass, and you had to buy a one day or a two day or whatever yes, for him. Separate, and you weren't able to go in. And so, it was been, it was it's been a hassle. Did you email Disney about it? Did I didn't tell them about their flaw. No, <laughs> I feel like they probably know. Like I wouldn't be the first person to complain. Right. So I'm, I, I didn't, but I'm, I figured it out. We're going. We're both going to Disney. We're going to do rope drop Good. tomorrow. I'm so so excited. Uh, rope drop right at opening. Yep. Everybody stands in front of the rope. Yeah. Rope drops and you run to your favorite ride. Exactly. You're first in line. We're going straight to Star Wars land. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, good. We'll have fun. Thank you. And uh, drive safe. I'll be taking down Christmas lights. Well, you would do that very safely. <laughs> and watching football, of course. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, your shot to win a once-in-a-lifetime trip to Nashville to see her. Carrie Underwood coming up uh, 9.30. We'll give you a keyword to input on our website and uh, once you do that, you'll be in to win. All the details can be found on that same website, kmle1079.com. Are you into the royal family? And uh, you know, do you you follow them? Like, whatever. There's a wedding or something oh, going on. Oh, in that know? in that context, no. 
No, I have not. But I have watched every episode of The Crown. Which, which is based off of... It is based off of... Loosely based? Or... It's based on a true story. That's all I'll say. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, I don't know. I would like to assume that it is as accurate as possible. That would be okay. my assumption, but I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, because of that, you're kind of involved I with know the family. About the family. You know about yeah. the family. I'm invested. Um, did you watch the Netflix special that Prince Harry and uh, Kate, or uh, Meghan... Markle came out with. I have not watched it yet. No. Watched part of it. All right. You know, I didn't. It's boring to me. Like, even in most aspects where I see them, they just are kind of boring. Um, And now Prince Harry's coming out with a book. Uh, It's an autobiography. It's called Spare. And in the book, he talks about this physical altercation that him and his brother Prince William got into over Harry's relationship with Meghan Markle. Um, and Harry, let's see, he says it happened back in 2019. William called Megan difficult, rude, and abrasive. I mean, she's American and they're British. So like hearing that he's calling an American, those things doesn't really surprise me too much. How dare you bring an outsider into this family? Yeah. Well, that's how they are. According to the the crown. crown, Of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it sounds like the fight was pretty one-sided. Harry didn't want to engage, uh-huh. you know, in that fight. And William wanted to, you know, sound like they wanted to go to blows a little bit. Right. You know, but Harry refused. And then William ended up apologizing. But, I mean, it just kind of reminded me of, like, that sibling rivalry thing uh-huh. that you got going on. You know, I mean, um, have you ever gotten into a fight with your brothers? I mean, you don't have a sister, no, right? No, I don't. So I'm wondering, like, that would have been pretty cool, though, if you did have a sister, like, fighting over a guy or something like that. <laughs> That'd Why would cool. that be cool? I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun to watch. But did you ever? Uh, did you ever fight so with your brothers? Or no. Uh, not. I mean, we fought like sibling fights. Um, my, what is a sibling fight? Just arguing? Just arguing over like little things and like big things that just don't go very far. I've never physically been in a fight with my brothers. Really? Not not even like wrestling on the living room floor? Not really. No. Wow. Yeah. Well, they were always much bigger and much stronger than me. And my dad raised me. If I were to hit them, they would hit me back. <laughs> um, and if I were to kick them, they would kick me back. Okay. And they did. So I never did because I'm not stupid. Like, (laughs) I'm just not going to do that. The only time, I mean, my sister and I, we never got into uh, fights. Uh I mean, just arguments, you know, but uh, my brother and I got into an all out drag, uh, a knockdown drag out fight. No, I don't don't remember what it was over. You got into a physical fight with your brother and you can't even remember what it was over. I remember it was in the living room and I had his head like we were on all fours. I had his head like under in my armpit. (laughs) And then I was punching him in the <gasps> stomach. Oh, yeah. It, it was like... How old were you? Uh, I was still living at home, so uh, 26. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> no, I was younger than that. I mean, he was still around. He died in 2006. So it would have been uh, early 2000s, probably. So you guys were, you were older, though. Yeah, we were older. I, I mean, mean, it wasn't like, like we were 10. were 10. No, we were adults fighting in the living room. And I remember him standing up. And going over to the phone like he was at a called 911 <laughs> because I just let loose on his stomach. <laughs> and you can't even I remember what it's about? That's how most sibling fights are. You fight over stupid stuff. I, if there's enough for you to wail on his tummy, like, no, you better un, you better remember. I need detail. Well, I'm hoping Camel Nation has stories that they remember. You know, I'm, I'm wondering, have you ever gotten into a uh, fight with your sibling? Like a knock down, drag out fight. Not just arguing. 
you know, where something ends up broken or something. Right. No, like you guys got into a physical altercation. What happened and what was the fight over? I need the drama. We're calling it drama Friday because I, I need it. I know. Life. We need this. I want to think. I want a story that I'm going to think about all weekend. <laughs> or right, jogs in memory as to why you fought your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be that too. You can text us at 22108. Our phone number is 602-894-KMLE. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Have you ever had a fight with your siblings? I'm sure by uh, that, just that question right there, everybody's like, yeah, of course. No, I'm talking about a knockdown, drag out fight. Like like a got fist physical. fight. Yeah. And I think fights within family, you're a little more, it's, you kind of got that like safety blanket, that comfort blanket. You know, of, uh, hey, if we fight, I'm not going to end up in jail kind of a thing, well, right? I think maybe yeah. that depends on your family dynamic. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I mean, like, if you fight somebody at the bar. Yo, for sure. Police are showing up. But I'm sure there's been fights at home where the police end up showing up. Uh-huh. But I mean, I feel like there's like that cloak of safety, you know, when it yeah. comes to fighting with a sibling. Yes. You know, and we're kind of talking about sibling fights because Harry, Prince Harry, he's got a new book coming out called The Spare where he talks about this physical altercation he got in with his brother, Prince William, over his relationship with Meghan Markle. Uh-huh. You know, so, sibling, even in the royal family, siblings fight. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are or what your rank is. Yeah. You fight. It, it happens. So, talk, we're, we're looking for stories from you about this uh, knockdown, knock drag-out fight that you had with your sibling. What happened? What was the fight over? With me and my brother, I shared the story. I mean, I, I had his head in my armpit. I was slugging <laughs> away on his stomach, and I could, I could, I could tell you exactly where in the living room it happened. My sister lives in that house that we grew up in right now. Yeah, I could tell you exactly where in the living room it happened. I could tell you exactly where my brother stood up and where that our home phone was. Where I grabbed the phone like it was going to call nine one one. Yeah, and my mom stopped him. I know exactly, but I don't remember what the fight was over. I'm so I bummed. And I do remember there was that one time that I karate chopped him in the head on the way to church. He, oh. he did something that really bothered me. I ran the top of the head. And then I, yeah. And then I broke my uh, pinky bone oh, because of it. Right. Yeah. Me and my brother, we had some, uh, you know, some physical, yeah. physical altercations. But we're not the only family that physical altercations happen in. Yeah. Text from Kevin Eddie two two one zero eight. Text from the six zero two. When I was in eighth grade, my brother and I used to regularly beat the crap out of each other so badly that one day the gym teacher called me into his office and said, "I've noticed your brother and you are covered head to toe with bruises. Is there anything you want to tell me about what's going on at home?" <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But like, props to that teacher for saying something. Looking out for looking yeah. out for sure. I uh, texted the 623. My brother once threatened me with nunchucks, <laughs> and I punched a hole through his bedroom door when he did it. Uh, <laughs> texted the 623. I took the controller from my brother and changed the channel, so he, so he threw me down the stairs. <laughs> That's aggressive. This one's from a while ago. This story was from a while ago. Texted the 480. My brother threw my Britney Spears CD in the bushes. <gasps> So I grabbed him by the neck and continuously kneed him in the stomach. Good for you. <laughs> the little bugger had it coming. Yeah, good for you. You don't treat Britney's CD like that. Rude. <laughs> Text for the 480. My brother and I had a knockout, dragout fight over a book when we were 14 and 16. There was a series we were both very invested in, <laughs> and the new book came out, and we were only able to get one copy. <laughs> so who had to read it first? <laughs> 
should have sat down together and read it aloud. Problem solved. Oh, text with the 760. When we were younger, I was probably six and she was probably 14 or 15. We were arguing in the car over who was going to carry in the groceries. <laughs> Turned into a screaming match. Then when I'm helping her unload the groceries, she, she slammed my head into the car door, <gasps> resulting in a huge gash on my skull and an ER visit. Oh, my gosh. Some of y'all sisters are mean. I did no such thing. Yeah, well, I know. It's either like, well, and you didn't have a sister, though. Yeah. It's either like sister, sister, or brother, brother. You know, I'd hope that a brother's not wailing on his sister. Yeah, I mean, but a just... sister will wail on her brother. Yeah. I just didn't because I was smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nowadays, though, I mean, with what you're uh, benching and squatting, powerlifting, you can probably take them down. Right? Oh, no. My brother's. Really? So, yeah, my older brother is an officer in the military. My younger brother's super into CrossFit. So, oh, no. Okay. Still, still I'm, no. No. No, I will back. I will argue yeah. for sure. I'm not physically finding either one of them. Right, <laughs> wise choice there, yeah. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, we've been talking about fights between siblings. Have you ever had a knockdown, drag out fight between you and your sibling? Uh, getting on this today because Prince Harry's got a new book coming out, and in the book, he reveals that uh, Prince William and him got into a physical altercation over Harry's relationship with Meghan Markle. Um, so that kind of got us into this. Uh, have you ever fought with your sibling? And not, I mean, I'm sure there's always been a fight, you know, but has it been a knockdown, drag out fight? And I thought me holding my brother's head under my arm and punching him in the stomach multiple times and him getting up and almost calling the 911 was pretty, uh, pretty extreme. But you have been proven wrong. But I've been proven wrong. People here in the valley. Okay. <laughs> you are proving me at the, the bottom of the totem pole here <laughs> on the extreme of the uh, the sibling rivalry okay. and the sibling fights. All right. Text the 602. My brother and I had many physical fights growing up. I'm older by six years. And I remember the worst one had to be when he ran at me like a bull, charging his head into my stomach. Cool. My back was slammed into the edge of the wall and he would not let go until I pushed his head down. And he finally let go because I hurt him. Yeah. Ow. That's rude. (laughs) Why did he think ramrodding you was the best? Like, (laughs) ramrodding. Where's the movie? Where's the movie with ramrod? Uh, Super uh, super troopers. (laughs) I know it's car. Yeah. Car ramrod. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Ramrod. Text with the 602. Two days before my sister got married, we got into a horrible fist fight. Oh. Uh, it was over who was going to go feed the horses. She has wedding photos with bruises. <gasps> <laughs> what a story to tell. I would kill you. I'd be so mad. Uh, text with the 480. My older sister used to chase around my older brothers with a knife <gasps> when she was six years old. When she was they, six? Yeah, she was six. They were eight, 12, and 15. My youngest the is almost six. six. If, if I saw him running around chasing his brother with a knife, oh I would lose God. my mind. Text of the 206. My brother shot me in the butt with a BB what? gun because I changed the TV channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Text of the 951. About 10 years ago, my sister and I fought at 22 and 20. I had her dress on, and she told me to go take it off. I said I would when I got upstairs. She didn't like that answer. <laughs> that sounds like such a sister fight, too. If I had a sister, that would be something I would have yeah, fought over. especially if you're like the same size. Yes. Sharing each other's clothes. Oh, 100%. That sounds like something I'd get into a fight with my mother over. <laughs> Absolutely. I yeah. uh, appreciate those texts. Coming up next, uh, apparently you women... 
you guys have a superpower that you may or may not have known that you have. Ooh. Okay. Tell you what it is. Coming up here in about six minutes on Campbell Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. They have a little extra weight on them, hence the dad bod. So it's going to be a lot easier to uh, to identify who's single and who's not. I th- I don't agree with that because I obviously go to the gym, so I know a lot of people in the gym. And my gym specifically, uh, the majority of people are in relationships okay. and they look great. So Do I agree? don't agree with that. Do you agree that women can sense? No. Okay. Absolutely not. I think my issue with the survey is I just don't agree with it. Yeah. Like, I just don't agree with it. Yeah, well, apparently you don't have that superpower. Or maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe it's fake. Maybe we try to say that we have the superpower. Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 